This is Jeff White, and you are listening to Not Elsewhere Classified. You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 10. Yes, we're finally in the double digits. Looking back when I started the podcast back in July, 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 (laughs) yes, in July, I become very appreciative of all the guests that have partaken in this podcast. Also, I wanted to thank you, the audience, for uh, finding value in this show and sharing it with your colleagues and social media platforms. I also want to thank the partners who have joined up with the Medical Coding Geek brand and the Not Else Reclassified podcast to help promote and support this show, including the Haugen Consulting Group, RadRx, ZipRecruiter, AccessAdoctor.com, and also I wanted to announce our new partnership with Project Resume. If you remember back in episode five, we interviewed Anne Barnaby from Project Resume. So we have decided to partner up with that company to provide assistance with your resumes and also job interviews. So again, check her out at projectresume.net. Today on the 10th episode, we have Jeff White. Jeff is a medical coder who happens to also be a podcaster. So I was very excited to get him on as a guest. We learn about his podcast, Jeff is Awake. We discuss why and how he created his podcast. We also spent our interview trying to provide the listeners information on how to create, plan and prepare, and also share your podcast. Me and Jeff also discuss our favorite podcasts that we listen to. And for those listening to podcasts for the first time, we also share some tips and tricks that you can do to subscribe and download episodes to your phone. This episode was fun to produce because I had Jeff record his part of the conversation on his microphone. So when you listen to this episode, it feels like we're together in the same room, but in actuality, we're not. So without further ado, and get ready for a lot of laughing in this episode, here it is, Jeff White. Enjoy. Hello. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Good. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm recording now. Um, do you have your, your microphone set up? ready to? Are you recording yourself? Yes, I'm going to record myself, and hopefully uh, we can just fit these together. Well, Jeff, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> to start sure, off with man. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to be on the show. Well, I'm glad to have you here because when I first started the podcast, I posted something. I don't know what it was. I think it was the introduction. And then I saw your post. And I said, oh, from a fellow podcaster. I said, a, fe- a fellow podcaster? I said, well, That's right. I said, well, you know what? I need to talk to him. You know, and uh, <laughs> the way it works with, for me is when I started out podcasting, uh, which is not too long ago, a month, but 
prior to that, you know, I was looking for people to interview and it became very yeah. hard, especially when you just say you post an announcement and say, Hey, I'm looking for people to interview. And then you hear silence. I said, Whoa, right. I'm like, okay. So I actually had read that social media, uh, is a bit passive when you post some things. So I had to switch it up and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to go out there and get a bit aggressive. <laughs> so I was asking everybody and yeah, uh, yeah. I was asking one person and I said, Hey, I need two people on. And then eventually, uh, that came to you. I said, well, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> You're more than welcome to oblige. <laughs> Yeah, and now I I I I hear at least that that you're pretty booked up these days, man. You're doing a great job. Yeah, since I've been getting aggressive with the with the interviews, I'm actually have um I guess people booked, not well necessarily booked, but at least have their outlines ready. I have at least 26. So, wow. I've met my goal for 6 for a year for bi-weekly. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, actually I might now switch it to weekly. Which is scary. So, <laughs> because because now you know it, it was for me. So the way it works with podcasting is you know, and you, we could talk about this. Is there's a lot of work to it. My gosh, not just you know talking into a mic and throwing it online. There's a lot of right. writing of, involved, at least for me, and um, and your podcast, which we'll talk about in a second. But before getting into the podcast, uh. Let's talk about you. So let, tell, tell the audience about yourself and how you came to be. Well, uh, my name is Jeff White, uh, as you probably have heard several times. Uh, I am a certified professional coder. And just recently, actually this past um, June, I guess, I became a certified professional coding instructor. Yep. And, um, you know, I've been in the coding world or health information world for over a decade uh, been certified since 2009 and have just really, uh, loved this career field and, um, you know, found a lot of different opportunities along the way over these past, you know, over the past decade, kind of bounced around, uh, worked a lot of different jobs and just have really, really enjoyed it. Uh, kind of found my niche, you know, I think a lot of people out there uh, working or looking for something that they can really dig into. And uh, for me, coding has been that, you know, it's it's really been a great uh, opportunity for me. So that's what I've been doing. And um, uh, over the past year, started a podcast uh, on my own. And uh, uh, thankfully, my wife joined in with me on that. So we we do what we try to do is a biweekly podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's once a month, but uh, you know we we still make it happen, and and that's been a great experience too. So, um, you know, that's pretty much it. That's me, man. So so well, we we want to end the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's the shortest podcast ever we ever done. Um, <laughs> so to break it down even more, so as an interviewer. Uh, I'll break it down even more. So, you know, you're coding, you've done coding for quite some time. Uh, at least you said like 10 years. So what drew you into coding? What drew me into coding? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I kind of fell into coding. I uh, uh, was really young and, and had kind of left college and was floating around, you know, working little odd jobs. And uh, a friend of mine 
called me up and said, Hey, yeah, I'm leaving my job, uh, in the medical records department over at this local hospital. And I think you should apply. It's, it's a great job. And so I did, and I got that job and, uh, I started, you know, it was, it was back in the paper days and oh, <laughs> did yeah, a yeah. lot of, yeah, did a lot of, you know, searching for records. And, uh, we were actually scanning in the paper records at that point, but, uh, that's where I kind of got introduced to coding because I worked, uh, you know, uh, next to the coders basically and, uh, moved from there over to working overnights in the emergency department, uh, here at our big university hospital. And, um, uh, from there I actually got a job in the outpatient coding department and was able through them to, uh, take a coding certification class sit for the exam, uh, get certified. And from there it has just been, uh, basically, um, you know, progress since then. I, I, it's, I've been able to work in a lot of different areas of coding from, uh, compliance to team lead coding, to being a coding manager. Um, and now I, uh, work remotely the dream for a lot of people yeah. <laughs> yeah. work from home, uh, as a uh, contract coder, uh, uh, with hospitals all over the country. So, um, and I get to do it, you know, in my pajamas. So yes. that's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> and pot, and I bet we're podcasting in your pajamas, in our pajamas, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do my coding, then clock out and turn on the microphones and talk. And <laughs> it's pretty nice. This podcast is brought to you by RadRx. RadRx is your prescription for accurate coding and reimbursement. They offer interventional and diagnostic coding consulting, auditing, webinars, trainings, and resource materials. For the month of November, Medical Coding Geek and Not Elsewhere Classified followers will receive a 20% discount on their 2018 resources, including the 2018 edition of Cracking the IR Code and more. You can go to shop.radrx.com and use our promo code GEEK20 to claim your 20% discount. Again, use promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K, 20 when you go to shop.radrx.com. Oh, that's cool. You know, one thing you pointed out is that you started out in medical records and then had the opportunity to train with the with your employer. So the, was it the employer that gave you the opportunity to take a course with them? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, you know, that that same friend that uh, suggested that I apply in, for the medical records job, uh, she's the one that actually, uh, suggested that I take this job over at the university hospital. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was there, my boss there, uh, suggested I, I take some coding courses that they offered at the hospital. Um, and I did that and I got a CCA, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. Yeah, it still does. Uh, There's still, it does. It's okay. still there. That's, yeah. Through, through a HEMA. Mm hmm and um from there uh when i got the uh coding job in the outpatient coding department they required you to have a cpc so i had oh. to sign uh basically a, an agreement mm-hmm. that it, you know i had to get my cpc certification within a year oh, okay um or else they would you know uh walk me out of the the door you say, <laughs> you say adios <laughs> so 
Uh, but you know, it, it was nicer than that. But uh, you know, they they provided me the opportunity to, to take some more coding classes through the university. Uh, so that's what I did and uh, set for the exam, passed it, and became certified. And then, you know, um, pretty much most of my career up to the point uh, before I left and became a coding manager was was at that same university hospital um, because it, it's, it's a huge facility. So there's a lot of places to move around. But, um, you know, so that's where, you know, I went from there into compliance and learned all about uh, E&M leveling and that kind of thing and getting to, and in the compliance department, I was an auditor. So I actually got to sit down with physicians and, and try and train them on, on, uh, you know, how E&Ms worked and, uh, making sure that they were documenting correctly, that kind of thing. So that, that was a pretty eye opening experience. And, uh, you know, that led into being able to get that manager job. Uh, because I had that experience talking to physicians and they wanted somebody that could communicate. And, um, you know, that led into, you know, getting a lot of opportunities uh, for contract coding, which is what I do now. And uh, it has just been, it's, you know, my whole career really has been a pleasant surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I really, uh, I think highly of the coding world. And I, I'm so glad, by the way, that you're doing a show uh that centers around coding because there's there's really not that much out there as far as podcasts go yeah there's there's some out there but i think they don't do um do it in such a way that they put it on apple podcasts or anywhere else like any other platforms like uh you know like for for me i put it on uh libsyn and i think you do that too i saw i i'm checking out your podcast i checked it out before we did this interview so you gave it to me today i'm like oh that's the name okay let me go check it now let me go ahead and check it take a (laughs) listen and um so we do libsyn and so for those that you know today we're going to talk about podcasts we're going to geek out on this today so um you know i take a feed and then i provide it to different places such as apple Podcasts. i actually do it to stitcher um, I do also Google Play. Uh, that yep. one I do that one, and I just uh, I think when I was looking through my account, they actually had a space for TuneIn, and I did that yesterday, and I, I think I got approved for that. So, you know, for those that are trying to in, you know get interested in podcasts, you have the opportunity to just do a recording, put it into one platform, and then by putting in that one platform with one type of what's called an RSS feed, you can send it out to different places. And it just, once you load it, it sends it out. And so it's not just one place, it's multiple places that you can gain exposure uh, with whatever podcast you want, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And like you said, yeah, I do use Libsyn, um, which was suggested to me by a, a friend of mine who had started a podcast. And uh, it is incredibly easy you know that that's that's part of the thing about podcasting that that has also been a pleasant surprise um is before i started my show i i was kind of worried about well you know how do i you know how do i record it how do i get it out there uh how expensive is it going to be i you know i had all those kind of questions but uh libsyn really makes it very very easy um, you know, you, you record your, like you said, you record your, your show, uh, you upload it to Libsyn, you put all your information in there, you know, you, you put a show title and some tags, whatever you want and you click publish and it is gone and, and they handle the rest of it for you. 
And, uh, you know, my show, uh, uh, which is just a little show, you know, that me and my wife do has been downloaded all across the world. Thanks to Libsyn, you know, we've got downloads in China and Japan and Germany. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, which is great, you know, uh, wasn't part of the plan, but, Mm -hmm. but that's all because Libsyn makes it available to all different kinds of, you know, uh, podcasting download services. So it's, it's, it's really to me, it's the best way to go because right. it's also not very expensive. You right. know, I think uh, the pa- there's different packages that start at five dollars a month, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the one we use is twenty bucks a yeah. month. Um, but you you can put on a nice show for five bucks a month. Yeah, you yeah. know. So well, remember, remember, Jeff, uh, remember, uh, Jeff, we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> I know. I, we should send this Lipson. If we you're listening, please, 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 please sponsor us. Well, because since we already pay you already. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I'm going to send them an email and be yeah, like, hey, so, listen hey, to this. We have part. an episode on you guys. <laughs> um, no, what's nice about it, I guess, to try and tie it in uh, to more of a health information management perspective, you know, the yeah. key of it is, we're trying to get all serious now, is um, the idea that it's the same thing like blogging, right? And in the industry, what I'm seeing today mainly are people who, you know, write articles, you know, do webinars, write a lot more articles. I see more articles than anything. And right. most of the time also is the lectures. The lectures to me are great. They're educational, but, you know, there is no human touch. You know, there's more like, okay, here's the information. You need to know this as part of your job. Uh, to stay on top of your job. But when I created mine, I said, well, you know, I can, people already do that. I mean, I don't want to do something that other people do. Uh, right. Why not do something on the people within the people that do the stuff that we do? And I right. think that's more important than anything else. But uh, to get to the point is where, you know, with, with podcasting, it's like blogging. And with blogging, What's interesting to me is what happens to that information. Where is it going? And who's reading it? Or I'm sorry, who's listening to it? Who's downloading it? Uh, That to me is very interesting. It's the same thing like coding, right? You kind of want to understand once you place the codes, where does it go? What do they do with it in terms of statistics? What do they do in terms of research? You know, we have that same type of mentality. We wonder where it goes. It it gets reported in terms of metrics. Uh, It's used for, you know, daily decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get into the actual podcasting part is how did you decide that you wanted to do a podcast? Well, you know, uh, my desire <laughs> started pretty early. Uh, listen, when I was a kid growing up, I was weird. I, I, I mean, well, I loved listening to music, but I also really loved talk radio. Yeah, even if I didn't, you know, know what they were talking about, for some reason it was just comforting to me to hear, you know, people talking on the radio. And so from a little kid, I always wanted to be on the radio. Um, But, you know, until a few years ago when podcasting started picking up, I mean, it's been around for a while, but, uh, you know, I never really thought about, uh, well, you know, I could just do a podcast. That's basically, you know, having my own talk radio show. And, uh, so really when it started to pick up steam is when I started working remotely, when I work, uh, started working from home and that was about three years ago. 
And, you know, when you work from home, it's great uh, for the most part, but it's pretty lonely. You don't have office mates to talk to. You know, you're kind of on your own. You're in your house all the time. And I was like, man, I just, you know, I feel like I'm kind of losing touch with people. I'd, and I'm not really even talking that much at all. Uh, you know, maybe I should take a look at this podcast thing just to, to you know, throw a lifeline out there. Say, <laughs> so, hey, I'm, I'm so, still alive, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have opinions. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I, you know, I looked into it and uh, just hit record one day and started doing it. And um, it, you know, it was a really great feeling, to be honest with you, to, to put it together and to do the editing part and, you know, to see how it sounded after I got done. And then, you know, ev- the the cherry on top of the Sunday is putting it on Libsyn and sending it out and, and seeing people downloading it. You know, that's that's the cool part. But really, the fun part is actually just doing it. Um, so what inspired me was, you know, really just that, that kind of lifelong dream of being a talk radio host and then having the opportunity to do so. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. In need of great talent for your business, but short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. You can even get a head start on the interview process by adding screening questions to your job posts to help identify the most qualified candidates so you don't have to waste your time sorting through a stack of resumes to find the perfect fit. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, listeners of this podcast can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash MedicalCodingGeek. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash MedicalCodingGeek. One more time, to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash MedicalCodingGeek. Yeah. For me, it was opposite. I mean, when I was a kid, I I didn't want to talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was total opposite. I didn't want to talk at all. And I think what happened was I got into college and then for some reason I became some, pre- you know, they I they said, you want to be part of a club? I said, sure. You want to be president? Um, okay. And they threw me in as a president of the Asian Student Union. And oh, wow. um, because of that, I had to do cultural shows. I had to run meetings. Uh, weekly meetings, more cultural shows, uh, meet with administrators and this and that. So, I mean, I really had to be forced to open my mouth. Yeah. And when you do that, it just, you you get a sense, like a bit of a release. Like, you know, you get, when you first start off talking, you get a bit apprehensive. There's a bit of straight stage fright. But as you practice it a little bit more, you open up a little bit more. You get a little bit more comfortable. And that's what happened with me. I was like, well, I'm amazed. And then when what happened is that it translated over after I graduated, uh, I started teaching. And so I see that you also have a CPCI. So uh, you, maybe you could talk about if you have you ever done any training before this? Well, yeah, uh, I've been uh, the past three years. I've actually taught an intro to CPT course. Okay. 
uh, at uh, the technical college here in town. Okay. And, um, you know, before that, I, I don't know that I ever thought that teaching would be something I'd be into. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, do I love it. I mean, I really, really, yeah. really, really enjoy the teaching aspect of coding, uh, especially to, to folks. Uh, you know, it was an intro course, so it was people that had no experience yeah. whatsoever. Um, and they just wanted to learn and were so excited to, you know, get all this information. And so that's, you know, that's why I decided to do the CPCI uh, this year uh, mm-hmm. in the hopes to start my own course uh, next year where I can actually, you know, go through the entire book and, and also teach uh, ICD-10 okay. CM. Perfect. Uh, I'm not touching PCS. That's not my, oh, okay. <laughs> that's not my forte. <laughs> it's another beast. <laughs> that's a whole other, yeah, it's a whole other uh, animal. But, uh, uh, you know, that's my hope is is uh, next year to, to offer it uh and an in-person class to people that actually want to sit for the exam at the end of the class, you know? Oh, perfect. Um, but yeah, teaching, uh, again, was something that I never thought I'd be into, but man, do I love it so very much. Yeah. What's nice about the teaching is at least when you're doing it face to face is that you can see them like, like glow when they receive that information, you can get yeah, a sense yeah. of feedback. Okay. I'm getting it. But even for those people that don't get it, you 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 can step in you know it's not like okay i didn't do my job i have to do a little bit more with this one um yeah but exactly it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's more it's more uh yeah it's just signaling like hey they need more focus so you you just shift your focus more to those folks yeah um it's different though online uh, what's what's different online of course you can't see them and to me when they're silent that's when i worry and I, right. I try to, you know, push, you know, kind of poke them. I say, hey, can you can you say something? Are you still alive? <laughs> I know you have a remote <laughs> mentality, but, you know, I'm trying to talk to you. And, you know, because of me doing that, because I, I do also uh, trainings myself online. I also teach online uh, for a university. Plus, I also teach for a consulting company called Compliant Coding Systems. Um, I, that interaction online enabled me to be able to ask questions and because of those questions because of that then i'm like well shoot i can interview people then if that's the case yeah you know and uh as a result of that it started building up at a podcast now let's get back to the podcast again uh (laughs) keep on going on tangents um somebody asked me today you know i actually called a a future guest and the first thing she asked is, is is well how did you get into the podcast like did you um, what did you have to do? Was this something you knew that you, you already knew what to do? How did you train yourself? So I'm relaying that question to you. How is it that you d- decided, okay, um, well, l- l- I guess the real question is you wanted, you decided to do a podcast. What was the first step after that? Well, I'll tell you, you know, I knew that I could record a little bit because, uh, I think I, in my intro, I mentioned, uh, I am a sort of musician. I've been in bands. And, uh, so I do record myself a lot, uh, you know, like, like musically here. Uh, so I had a garage band on my computer and, and I'd recorded some things on there and, you know, me singing, whatever. Um, so I knew that, you know, I knew how to do that part. Now as the, the part that I didn't know how to do was again, like, well, what do I do now? You know, once I record it, uh, how long is it going to take me to edit it? Um, 
once I download it to my computer, where do I send it? So that's the kind of stuff I had to figure out. And uh, also, you know, like what type of microphone do I need that's going to sound the best? Um, which I, you know, I found that you really, I mean, you can spend a lot of money on equipment and it'll sound really, really great. Uh, but what we use uh, for my show is I've got, an audio technica like handheld mic that was i mean it was 70 dollars, but you know it's only 70 bucks and then uh i've got a condenser mic a little tiny samson uh which was about 50 bucks and that's all we really needed for a two-person show um so if you're just doing a one-person show as long as you've got um a digital audio workstation <laughs> there's a uh phrase for you but uh like garage band or i think if you're using a pc uh you know there's audacity there's all kind of things you can download um that are basically just recording software um that's really all you need you need you need a microphone and you need a recording uh device a recording software for it and then you're good to go i mean you know once you do that you just kind of throw it up on libsyn and send it out. But so what I had to learn was, you know, what's going to sound the best. And I had to learn how to edit, uh, a little more than I did with my music stuff. Uh, cause that you just kind of record. And then, uh, when you hit stop, you're done, you know? Um, but with a podcast and especially with a two person podcast, um, there is a lot of editing that goes into it, you know, I don't know if you've noticed so far, but I say um a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there's a trick that I do. I actually take them out sometimes, but then I actually get tired of it because yeah, it's so cumbersome to do do it all. And it is. It is definitely yeah. The first <laughs> the first probably ten episodes of my show, I went through and and I would take out every single um <laughs> that I said, and it would take me hours yeah. to do that. <laughs> but you know you kind of figure out how to do that and how to to make the edits you know it's one thing to edit out something but it's another to edit out something and make it seem like it was never there yes you know that's a big part of it is to learn how to edit smoothly and wh- one thing I, I'll, I'll tell the audience members is if you really listen closely to episode number one and then listen to the next one, there's such a big dramatic difference. Because in, when I did the intro, I, I just did it. I just sat down and I just knocked it out. But then, of course, I said, um, so, and there was some silences part. <laughs> and I, I totally wiped it out. So when I listen back, when you listen back to episode number one, it sounds like I said everything in one breath. <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> like wow, I have a great set of lungs, and and um, when I did episode two, the intro, I tried to make like you know like the breathing sounds, so that way I, sure. I was I wasn't like some type of robot, and um, sure. you know you you get those sounds in, you get those sounds out, and I try to get everything like you when you start writing, which we'll talk about in a second, is you start writing out a paragraph and you don't realize that you have to, you can't do the whole thing in one shot and sometimes when i record i should do like the raw recordings you'll hear me get out of breath like <sighs> yeah <laughs> and then yeah. i'm like okay i got to pause and then i got to go into it so those are the things that i mean we have to deal with in terms of recording for me but 
a good question to ask you is, did you study, before doing your own podcast, did you study other people's podcasts to get an idea of what to do on your podcast? This podcast is brought to you by the Haugen Consulting Group. The Haugen Consulting Group is your trusted partner in healthcare consulting, education, and auditing. They also believe fun is non-negotiable. Join the Haugen Consulting Group on November 28th, 2017, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Mountain Time for your shortcut to the Calendar 2018 Outpatient Prospective Payment System presented by Christy Pollard. This one-hour webinar will present the most sweeping changes impacting APCs for the calendar year 2018, including changes to the conversion rate, packing, pass-through payments, and more. Plus, check out their popular flip bits. It's a great hands-on resource. I have one for ICD-10 PCS coding, and it's great. Listeners of this podcast will receive a 15% discount if you use the promo code GEEK15. Again, that's geek one five. If you go to thehaugengroup.com slash shop. Again, for your 15% discount, use our promo code geek one five at www.thehaugengroup.com slash shop. Well, I mean, I don't know that I studied, but I, I do listen to a ton of podcasts yeah. during the day. Um, so I, I was very familiar with the form. Uh, you know, one thing I will say that is surprising when you do start your own, at least for me, and again, the first 10 episodes was just me mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. recording. And I got so nervous really during recording. And it's like, why am I, ner- I'm talking to myself. <laughs> There's no reason. There's no reason. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's one thing, you know, like if you're going to start, you may be nervous the first couple of times yes. because for me, I just felt like pressure, I guess, that, that well, I want this to be good mm. and, you know, I don't want to sound dumb, but then you just sound dumb because you're worried about that the whole time. Yeah. Um, but it's easier now. You know, now I'm I'm much more comfortable in front of the, the microphone and, uh, you know, uh, I and now I'm more aware that, hey, I can edit this out and make it sound like I didn't mess up at all. So that helps out. Yes. Um, but yeah, I did, you know, I, I listened to a ton of podcasts all the time. So I, I, I was familiar with ones that I liked the pace of, um, and you know, if there was something that I didn't like about it, I made sure not to do that in my show. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I think, you know, uh, there, there's not a whole lot different, uh, that I do now as opposed to when I started other than just slowing down and 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 being more calm about my delivery. I think that's that's the key is really getting to a point where you need to enunciate some of the words. Uh, right. You need to be very clear in your speaking. I mean, not just in podcasts, but just in general. You know, my, yeah. You know, my my kids nowadays. I always talk about my kids. Is they they you know. At some point in age, they'll talk to you and you're like, what did you say? You know, like, excuse me, can you can you slow down a bit? Because I need to totally understand you. And it's the same thing with podcasts or even in just, you know, public speaking. Sometimes we we have the mind we have what we want to say and it just shoots out, you know, like a like a steady stream of water. And sometimes people can't get an understanding of that. So as you progress right. and you're speaking, I mean, then you're like, OK, well, you know, I could slow down. I could calm down. I don't need to talk too fast. I need. I, I guess the key is that you're not trying to impress anybody. 
You know, if, exactly. you, if you're not, if you don't try and do that, then you get a little bit more comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if you're comfortable, you can kind of do some real time editing in your own brain. Yes. Where if you're going slow enough, uh, you know, it, but you're still thinking ahead about what you want to say in, you know, if you're not rushing it, you can say, well, I don't really need to say that part. So I'll cut that out. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're going at a good pace, you're not going to have the pauses and the ums and the uhs, you know. So it's definitely, you know, it, you should just do a podcast for the, the benefits in public speaking. <laughs> I, You know, that, that's an idea. And um, <clears throat> what I was what I was thinking about well we might, we might have to talk about that later but uh that was that that's a good idea uh in terms of i think you know doing some type of course where um you know you teach people to speak i guess to a certain level audience and right. um you know they'll get a total understanding of that now one thing i mean well, let me ask this question do do you do any uh, like writing for your podcast? Do you like create something beforehand? Like, you know, how we do, how we did with this interview, I gave you like an outline. Do you do any specific writing to prepare for your podcast? Well, I, I'm, I must commend you on your outline that it, it's very professional, <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially uh, compared to how we, we run things. Uh-huh. Uh, we do. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the first, the first few episodes, I I wrote everything out, yeah. and uh, you know, line for line, and and I just don't think that worked very well for mm-hmm. me. Um, but then I kind of got into the outline part, which I really really love. Yeah. I mean, you know, it 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 is good, I guess, to be um, spontaneous and to just speak off the cuff. But you do kind of need a map, you know, you need Correct. a road map mm-hmm. as to where you're going. To stay on task, because otherwise you're just going to get in, get on a tangent and roll away, uh, you know, and spend 45 minutes talking about your cat or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, so yeah, we definitely now we'll, we'll, we'll sit down, my wife and I'll sit down, we'll write out a a little outline, not, not too detailed, but just to keep us on track, you know, of what we're going to talk about. So I, I think that's definitely, uh, it helps in a lot of ways to stay on track it helps in editing because Mm -hmm. you know if you're bouncing around with topics and you're trying to edit everything together to make it sound good it can it can get really weird if if you're talking about nine different topics in in two minutes you know what i mean right yeah one thing when i used to when i taught students uh, at least when they had to do powerpoint presentations one mistake that they did is they actually wrote like the whole entire thing that they were going to say and then slap it right on the powerpoint so it looked like a research paper on a powerpoint uh it was really bad to where they took like a page of their of whatever they were writing and they put it on one slide so it was posted (laughs) on there but then it ran off (laughs) the bottom of the thing and i'm like oh my goodness oh my goodness you know and and um, you know, I had to teach them. Look, you gotta when you do this. This is why it's called PowerPoint presentation. You have to bullet your items. You don't put exactly what you're going to say. You're gonna right. put an outline. Basically, putting your outline. You know, you go to school. You talk about okay, how are you going to make a paper? 
you have to create an outline. That's usually the beginning part of the brainstorming session. Then you write what's in between. But in terms of speaking, you create the outline. And in your mind, you already have an idea of what you're going to talk within those bullet points. Yeah. Because your audience can read, they you know if they, if if you just want them to read what you write, then just you know print out your written thing. But if if you want them to listen to you, you you have to you know just put your bullets in there and then make them follow you. Yes. You know. Yeah. Make them follow you with your words. So, uh, you know, absolutely, you, that's that's wonderful advice. Yeah, and you know, you, if you want if you want people to read your paper, I mean, all you got to do is just the Vanna White. You put your hands out to the side. Well, here's here's my slide. <laughs> Go ahead and read it. Now you're done. Next slide. Let me do. My, let me wave my hands. Here you go. You know, it's not going to work that way. And. Uh, it's the same thing, but even though we're podcasting, you like for me, I can visualize, you know, what you're doing. Like uh, there was one time in your podcast, you said you were saying something in quotation marks. Well, I I pictured you picking your hands and doing, you know, in quotation marks what you're doing, and right. you know, even when your inflection in your voice, you can tell if they're smiling, you know, you can tell if they're frowning. And, you know, one thing, especially when you speak, is also your attitude. Uh, when your attitude, you can tell, especially when people who talk and like, you know, they're like this and blah, 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 blah. And like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to sleep now versus somebody who can be dynamic. And I think, you know, to teach people how to be dynamic in their speaking, I think this is within themselves for them to totally open up even more. And again, not to care what other people think necessarily, or not necessarily that they're trying to impress them. They're just, I think this one, one main focus is the fact that you're going to share information and that's about it. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's definitely a great way to, uh, you know, if you just sit down and record yourself talking, you'll notice if, if you know, you need to add some dynamics to your voice to make yourself a little more interesting, to, you know, to, to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so podcasting is great for that. Even, even if you don't release it, sit down and, and just record yourself talking or, or if you have to give a presentation record your presentation and listen back that's a great way to to figure out if if you need to you know add some excitement or maybe tone it down a little bit yeah and also when you listen to your to yourself you'll get a mental cue of what you're doing wrong Mm -hmm. like for me it's so or uh like saying um or you know i i used to say the first thing is number one and then (laughs) I would go, number two is this, like number three. I used to do that a lot in my speaking, and I totally eliminated that out because I would sometimes go, number one, and I never go into number two or three. (laughs) It's like, what what was the point of going into number one in the first place, you know? You're you're keeping your listeners on their feet. That's all you're doing. Yeah, (laughs) and so I listened back to them. I said, why did I do that? And where where was number two in in, in the first place? And uh, another thing I used to do was I would ask a question and I would ask the question again in the same sentence. I usually do that. I said, like, if you hear sometimes in the in the podcast, I, I think I try to I, I catch myself afterwards like, man, I just did that. I says, well, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Because the audience wants to learn more about you. Can you tell me more about yourself? You know, that type of thing. Right. And uh, those things I catch myself on. I'm like, my goodness, I got to catch some. I got to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I first started recording, um, what I noticed, other than the ums, uh, is I would put huge spaces of silence in between sentences, 
And it's because I was just trying to go too fast. You know, I was getting to my point and then I'd figure out, oh, I don't I don't know where to go next. And so it would take me forever. So there was a lot of editing there of, you know, cutting out all the silence. So, uh, you know, I've learned to kind of slow it down and, and take my time. So I'm, I don't, you know, leave these gigantic silences in between things. Awesome. This podcast is brought to you by accessadoctor.com. Access a doctor when you need it most. How would you like to have quick and easy access to licensed doctors 24 hours a day, 7 days a week? Instead of scheduling an appointment to see a doctor or going to the emergency room or urgent care, you simply make one phone call and a doctor will provide you with a consultation, diagnose your medical problem, and even call in a prescription to your local pharmacy. Some of the conditions that can be treated using accessadoctor.com include cold and flu symptoms, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, allergies, skin infections or rashes, and even eye and ear infections. Listeners of this podcast can get a discount on their single and family membership plans by going to accessadoctor.com and using our promo code geek that's g-e-e-k upon signing up again that's accessadoctor.com and the promo code is geek g-e-e-k well tell me about your podcast your podcast is and i just listened to some of it today and i'm definitely going to try and catch up on all the episodes it's called jeff is awake what is it, it all is. about well so uh it started a year ago uh, well, a little over a year ago, uh, again, as just me talking and, and trying to, you know, get my voice out there again into the world, which is why it's called Jeff is Awake. I got my name in the title because I'm just a vain, vain person. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's not true. Right? That's not true. <laughs> um, but, you know, the first 10 episodes, I think, you know, I, I, I wanted to just kind of talk about my life. So I talked about student loans. I talked about uh, traveling. I talked about music. I talked about kids and becoming a dad. You know, it it, it kind of started out more as like a, a blog, like an audio blog. Um, and I, I really loved it. And then uh, I got my wife involved. She came in and we did a show together. And... I think what really happened is every summer we go up to uh, Wisconsin, uh, which is where she's from. Her parents live there, and we spend the month there uh, because it's it's way cooler than here in Arkansas in the summertime. And I, we started podcasting up there, and she would just join me on every episode. And it it just worked. And it was really nice sitting down and talking to my wife for an hour about something. So since then, uh, the show has kind of evolved. It's still called Jeff is Awake, which I do need to change the title because uh, now it's uh, Faith, my wife, has joined me. But uh, basically, we sit down for an hour and we will pick a topic and discuss it. And we talk about everything from travel to TV theme songs to uh, music uh, and then our most recent episode, uh, we have challenged each other to oh, different nice. 30 day challenges. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to see how that goes and <laughs> follow up. So it's it's it. The podcast is really just uh, it, it's light listening. Uh, it's it's supposed to be fun. And it's just an opportunity for my wife and I to sit down and talk. 
you know, in most cases in, 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 in husband and wife relationships, when you do a podcast, do you feel like you get more done in that podcast? You know, like what you do in the podcast, what you talk about that, does that relay into your actual outside podcast life? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it has been, and I think it's true with anything because, uh, you know, there have been a couple episodes where um, we bring in people to talk with us, you know, whether it be her dad or her mom. And, oh, nice. Uh, I went and interviewed a friend of mine on the show. And there's just something magical that happens when you sit down with somebody in front of microphones and you have this this shared goal of making a show. Um, it has been really lovely to sit down and spend an hour one-on-one with each other. Uh, you know, we have two small kids, we both have jobs, we don't see each other much. So the podcast has been really a way for us to, to connect every now and then in a very, uh, you know, real and nice way, uh, being able to communicate with each other. And, uh, I, I do think it helps, you know, uh, as far as our communication goes, because it really opens us up. Right. And we ha- we just have a good time. And I think that comes across in the show. And I think that's why, you know, the people, our listeners like it, because they feel like, you know, it, one thing, it's it's nice to hear two people talk. I think it's, it's even nicer to hear people uh, in a marriage talk and be nice to each other. You know, it's a nice... Uh, Nice way to remember that, oh, you know, there's there's good in the world and <laughs> yeah, yeah. marriages are nice. And, you know, uh, and that's kind of what the show has become now. It's like, you know, we want we want our listeners to feel like we're just friends coming over for an hour. You know, we're friends coming over to chat and, uh, you know, we, we try not to talk about anything super heavy. You know, we don't go into politics or anything like that. We, you know, we just sit down and, and talk about whatever we want to. And it so far has worked out really great. And and um, hopefully that's what people get from the show is that, you know, we're we're just trying to to have a nice conversation with each other and inviting people to listen in. And I think that's the key. The word is conversation. And with people who get interviewed, at least on mine, is they I, I try to tell them, look, when when I call you on the phone to do like a pre, you know, kind of pre brainstorming session to let you know about the podcast, I'll give you a pitch and they're wondering, well, how's this podcast going to be? Well, we're talking on the phone, right? And they say, yes, just like this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're surprised. They're like, oh, it's not like a like a question and answer thing. I said, yeah, it's a question and answer thing, but it's more like I'm talking to you, then you say what you have to say, then I'll ask questions based upon what you say, and then you ask whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say, you're you're free to go, you know, and and when you have that type of frame released from them, I think you can definitely open a lot more with them and they'll be able to be more humanized with you. Um Yeah, absolutely. One podcast I can definitely suggest is called The Turnaround. Uh, it's one that I've with been with Jesse Thor. Yes, and I've been listening to that a lot, and actually been studying that for quite a while. I, actually, they're finishing up their series. I didn't realize it was just a series. Uh, oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I think. Did you? Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you listen to the Larry King episode? I think that was my favorite. Not yet. I listened. Oh. I need to go back. I I got in where uh, I think I get introduced with Anna Sale from Death, Sex, and Money. 
Um, uh-huh. And then she did her episode, and then she introduced this one, and I got into it. The the one that I've listened to was actually Jerry Springer. <laughs> Jerry oh, Sp- yes, yes. His, his story was very interesting because he was actually a politician before he became this uh this crazy show type of guy but in actuality he was more he felt like it was more like a ringmaster where he was just there and then he just let everything unfold and then at the end he would give his a bit of information and then i did anna sale i also listened to katie couric katie couric is also wonderful and you know in terms of interviewing and there's certain things that you pick up like you know in terms of writing how to do things and uh, how you should ask questions or you know, in, in in I guess not crossing the line on certain scenarios, or uh, giving them a heads up before they do the interview. So whatever things you can tell before you do the interview, you let them know, hey, this is what we're working with. Or if you don't feel comfortable about it, tell me, and I will definitely edit it out. You know, there's a certain line in terms of what you need to ask uh, when you interview people. And I think this this show, if you if you guys, especially from the audience, ever. I'll listen to it again. I'll put it in the show notes. It's called The Turnaround with Jesse Thorne. It's wonderful. Uh, it helps yeah. you understand and how you ask questions. And even, try, you know, I guess in terms of networking, this is the best thing that you can listen to. Right, yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, when you get to that Larry King episode, what I loved about it, it just a, a, little, a little spoiler, I guess, is that his approach is, and why he thinks he was so successful, is because he's, in his own words, dumb (laughs) he doesn't when he's interviewing somebody he doesn't try and challenge what they're saying he wants to learn and i and i think that's a good way to approach an interview is just you want to learn as much as possible about the person that you're interviewing and so you know like even though our show most of the time is just my wife and i we want to learn about each other and i think that comes across you know and and makes for a much better conversation yeah, that's what I was going to ask also is because of this podcast, do you feel that you, you are more open with her? Uh, you know, when after you do these podcasts, I guess you have a sense like, okay, you know, now you know a little bit more. And uh, I guess as you finish the podcast with her in every episode, you tend to appreciate each other more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we, <laughs> again, it's not, you know, we're not talking about heavy subjects. Right. So we, we're not, you know, we're not learning deep, dark secrets or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Right, but, exactly. But, uh, you know, we you, we are learning how to communicate with each other better every day, you know, every time we sit down and, and talk. So I, I think it's been, uh, you know, it's been great for the marriage. We already had a great marriage, but it, it, it just adds a little nice... Uh, a nice little top to it, you know, to have have this biweekly, hopefully, uh, biweekly sit down chat, you know, just have a have a fun hour where we don't, you know, the kids aren't hopefully aren't, you know, running in and screaming at us or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it. Yeah, I think the podcast has has been wonderful. So, uh, hopefully, it it continues for many many years, and somebody pays us to do it. Yeah, I, I was I was about to say that you. I was listening. Uh, you know, I went from one. I listened to. Of course, I finished one, and then I went to episode ten. And in episode ten, for those that that are listening, you have to listen to it because it is only seven minutes. But he treats it's what's the title of it? The state of the show address. 
and you did oh. some you did some production <laughs> value on that. You made it seem like it's an actual uh, state of address yeah. type of thing where the president is talking, and it's actually I didn't realize it was you. I was like, wait, is this him? Wait, is, yeah, that, is it really him? And he had a production, he had the echoing, and you were talking yeah. about certain things in the podcast and things that you would do. <laughs> uh, how would you improve? And then you you made a mention as well, Lipson. We need to have at least twenty thousand downloads per month, and in order to get. <laughs> You know, those are things that we have to worry, you know, you have to worry about. But I, I think when you create a podcast, you know, the downloads, you know, the monetization, you know, making money, you know, that should be hindsight. You know, that should be not the first thing. I think the first thing when you create a podcast is just sharing the content. And once you share the content and then from then you build a following, then, you know, then will people appreciate more. People will share it out more. Then, of course, we'll reach both of us will reach our goal of 20,000 per month. Can you believe that? That's right. You know, that's right. Yeah. If if you were, you know, starting a podcast and your goal is, you know, you're hoping, well, I got to get 20,000 this <laughs> month or I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. Then you ju- just don't. <laughs> it's not, you know, unless you're a famous person already, you're just you're not going to get those numbers. Yeah. man. you got to you got to work up to that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. How many of you are Star Wars fans? If you watched The Force Awakens, you were introduced to a chrome-plated stormtrooper by the name of Captain Phasma. In the movie, she didn't have much of a role, which sparked my curiosity. So for my next book, I decided to get Phasma, Journey to Star Wars, The Last Jedi Novel by Delia S. Dawson, narrated by January Lavoie. Now, what I liked about this audiobook is that you listen to a performance rather than someone reading a book to you. You can hear the contrast in characters and even some recognizable theme scores and galactic sound effects. After listening to the story, I became very curious of how Captain Phasma's role will play in the next Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. If you're a Star Wars fanatic like me, you would want to listen to this audiobook. And guess what? You can get it for free. Yes, free. To download your free audiobook today and support the podcast, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash necpodcast. Again, for your free audiobook, that's audibletrial.com slash necpodcast. Yeah, you, ha- you guys have to listen to the episode 10 because he, he gives a, 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 at least a couple... Um, I think it was a, like a top ten type of thing. You gave some ad- really good advice in terms of like your your realization after ten episodes, uh, <laughs> and, and then I'm like, well, I think I think you'll be episode ten, so this is perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, you, that is perfect. Yeah, That's so you'll wonderful. be episode ten on this one. Uh, so I won't do any state of the union address, but you'll you'll be on this one. But you. <laughs> You, know, you did mention something, and I, and I listened. To them, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, you know, you you when you look back at your episodes, or in any you know, for those that are listening, if you look back at your work, you want to kind of reflect. You know, especially for those that have been in the industry for quite a time, look back at your at yourself and say, well, this is what I did. Um, how could I do it better? Uh, were yeah. there any changes that I need to make? And then you you just enact on it and move forward. I think that's the best thing in terms of your career. Yeah, and I I think the best thing you can do is just get started. Just get started. If if you want to do it, just start. If it's not good when it, you know, the first couple episodes, that's fine. You know, just keep going cuz you know, like I said, that 10th episode where I talked about all those things, it it really had I had really changed my mind about like how what I wanted the show to be and my expectations by then. 
And since then, you know, that's when my wife joined me. And so we've done that. And I think the show is so much better now than just me talking, you know, for half an hour or for episode 10, seven minutes. <laughs> but um, yeah, you just you just got to get started doing it. And there's really nothing to lose. You know, you, you get in there and do it. It'll be good for you. That's my advice. Right. And what what's great about it is that when you share out that information, especially for those that are listening that are starting like a, co- a coding company, a building company, or a consulting company, I mean, the idea is to not stop. If you stop thinking, okay, well, I haven't reached my goal, well, then, you know, what was the point of doing all of that? You did all of the work just to build it up, and then you haven't reached anything, then you're going to stop. You know, the idea, especially in terms of marketing for your business, you have to just put out more content. You know, now that we have yeah. social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, all of that, uh, you see, you, you get those metrics, you know, you get understanding of what you're going, you know, how your information is being spread out, how it's being appreciated, the click-through rate, all of that stuff. Uh, you get understanding of, you know, where it's going and and it should not it should not be an indicator for you to stop, but more indicator for you to keep going because some people may not like your stuff. Well, then you might need to change your stuff. And then, you know, when you make those improvements, then you'll see, you know, the social trends and the metrics change for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It it, it is a constant evolution. Right. I mean, it's like everything, you know, you whatever you're starting, it's going to change whether you want it to or not as it goes along. And it's up to you to kind of gauge, well, how how should I change it, you know, or or how can I roll with these changes? And that, you know, it's the same in podcasting as it is in anything else. You just have to, you know, be open to moving around a little bit and, and uh, compromising on some things maybe. But, uh, you know, the end goal is the same. You just want to be successful. And the way you be successful is is, you know, set a goal and go for it. I know that's kind of cliche, but really that's, you know, that's how it that's works. That's just like in anything. You just go. Yes. So the audience, what I'm finding is at least in the medical coding, health information technology, and CDI community, what I'm finding is that people aren't really uh, familiar with podcasts. Even though podcasts have been around, especially with this niche, especially in this market, they're not really familiar with that. So... I guess my question for you is, what are some of the best practices for those that are just getting into listening to podcasts? Well, you know, is if you were a medical coder, uh, you know, just, just doing actual head-down coding, uh, podcasts are going to be your best friend because you can pop them in and listen to them, right, and, and have somebody talking – uh, something on in the background uh, while you're working. Um, you know, the best thing to do is get on Stitcher, you know, download the Stitcher app or download the um, uh, Apple podcast app and just search for whatever you like. It doesn't matter what it is. Just search for, you know, if it's a celebrity, search for their name. If it's a topic of discussion, search for that. There's a podcast about it. I guarantee you somewhere. And uh, you're going to find, you know, a plethora of uh, shows and entertainment uh, or information that, you know, is going to be hours and hours of, of stuff for you. So uh, to me, podcasting is great, uh, is a great way um, to spend your day while you're coding, you know, something to kind of 
to not really take focus away from your coding, but but help you know help you get through your day. Um, but you know, like I said, I- anything you like, I can almost guarantee you that there is a show about it that you can download and listen to weekly. So you mentioned uh, Apple Podcasts. You also mentioned Stitcher. There's other platforms as well. And um, one thing that's nice about those type of platforms is that, as uh, Jeff mentioned, you can search for them, but you can also subscribe to them. And in some of the apps, you can actually set it up to where you're not necessarily using your phone data. You can actually, you know, uh, set it up to where you can have it automatically downloaded for you and it goes right into your phone so that way you're not wasting any data you're just utilizing your wi-fi so like you go home you set it to download it auto downloads for you and it's right in your your app for you ready to listen and once you listen to it i mean i use google play and um when i listen to a new uh, a newly downloaded episode once I'm done with it, it actually wipes it out for me. So if you guys are worrying about your memory or your storage on your phone, don't worry about it because the app is very intuitive. If you listen to the whole episode, once you reach the end, it actually takes it out for you. And then you can actually set it to where it keeps on downloading every new episode. You'll get notified on every one. So for me, you know, I, we talked about uh, one of them at the turnaround, but there's also other ones and mostly that I listen to. Uh, some of the genres are more story-based. I like the ones where they tell you stories, uh, crime stories, horror stories, or ones like The Moth, where they, t- you know, they take people and they put people up on stage and they tell their stories about anything. Uh, those are pretty much the ones that I like. The ones, the ones that are story-based versus the ones that are, um, you know, just straight talking or more interviewing. But I think when I for me, as a you know, when I'm doing podcasting or if just me talking, I like to talk in terms of stories. And I think when I tell a story, people understand it best. So uh, do you have any specific podcasts that you can recommend to our audience? This episode is presented to you by the Medical Coding Geek Tutoring Network. We're not just about the funny medical coding memes you see on social media. We're also a growing network of experienced, specialized, and credentialed professionals. We do not offer prep courses or education programs. Rather, we offer focused, one-on-one tutor sessions that will give you what you exactly need to help you pass your exam. We offer tutoring for the CCS, CPC, RHIT, RHIA, and CDI certification exams. If you want to find out if our tutoring services is what you need to progress in your career, go to medicalcodinggeek.com. Also, we're looking to grow our network of tutors. If you're interested in joining our team, go to medicalcodinggeek.com. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, if you're into music, uh, Rolling Stone has a great podcast where they interview musicians. Uh, NPR has a great podcast mm-hmm. called the Tiny Desk series. Oh, yes. Which yeah. you may, yeah, you may have seen it on YouTube, but they also have a podcast where. Uh, they'll have musicians come in and play a concert uh, basically in an office. And so you can listen to that concert. And it's normally, you know, pretty new artists. uh, And you can really discover new music that way. And it's super cool because, you know, it's recorded live. There's no, you know, edits or anything. So my my favorite one actually was um, was was T-Pain. Uh, for those that don't know who T Pain is, you won't you would only recognize him with that encoder uh, type of uh, 
technology yeah. voice. You remember that one? This was, I think, back in 2014, and uh, they actually asked him to <laughs> to do a, to do a, a little concert, the Tiny Desk concert series, and he was just like, "Man, this feels weird," <laughs> you know, because he doesn't <laughs> he didn't have the the machine or whatever to to, to right, alter yeah. his voice in his hand, but he sounded so great. Yeah, he did. I do remember that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like it because it's so stripped down. You know, you can't, there's not a lot of flash happening with the tiny desk. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you mentioned the turnaround with Jesse Thorne. He also hosts a show called Bullseye where he interviews uh, non-interviewers, you know, uh, uh, pop culture folks. Um, and then as far as comedy goes, I'm, I, I love comedy. So, uh, there's a judge John Hodgman, uh, podcast, which is, uh, John Hodgman is a, uh, up comedian and, uh, he acts as a judge and he has people call in with complaints and he tries it like it's a court. It's very funny uh, and it's very good. Uh, and then, uh, the last one I'll mention is, uh, one of my favorite comedians, Paul F. Tompkins has a podcast called Spontaneation, which is, I know that's a super long word, but uh, uh, he'll interview a celebrity uh, for like three minutes and then the rest of the show, he'll bring in some improv folks and they'll do a whole improv about that three minute interview and it's uh, most of the time it's hilarious. So highly, highly suggest that. Uh, what does the future hold for you and of course your podcast? Well, uh, definitely, we're going to continue on. <laughs> we've we've been loving it. I think you know, as as far as uh, future plans, uh, I'd like to to get into better advertisement. I need to kind of figure out how to better advertise the the podcast itself, and then set a better schedule. Uh, which uh, you know, it's kind of hard for us to do now, but I, I think we can figure it out. Um, and then also this year, I'm, I'm trying to book uh, some more guests to have on because it's really nice when we bring in somebody and nice. sit down and talk to them. Because we, you know, we we have a group of friends with with diverse backgrounds and and talents, and so I'd love to just bring them in and and uh, showcase them on the show. So that's kind of the 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 short term, uh, like year out type of thing. The next, uh, I guess, 2018. That's the plan. And what about your 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 outside uh, podcasting uh, roles? Your coding, your medical coding. What, what do you have? What are your, what do you look like in terms of your future for coding? My future for coding. Yes. Well, you know, uh, things have been going pretty well uh, the past three years with this contract gig. Um, I think uh, in the somewhat near future, once my kids get a little bit older, I would like to get back into uh, coding management and then. Because uh, I, I did enjoy it, uh, but, you know, I, I just don't think I was ready as far as, you know, having small kids, it's tough putting in manager's hours. Um, so I'd like to get back into that and then also, you know, get my, uh, with my new instructor uh, certification, I'd like to get that class up and running nice. in 2018 Perfect. so I can uh, bring that to the people. Yeah, you should uh, create your own seminar webinar series. That would be great. I'll give it a shot, yeah, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you pretty much do the podcasting. Why don't you just turn the podcasting into a webinar and talk about coding? I, <laughs> you know, it, this, it, it would be... This is where a great... Yeah, our great this great idea just happened right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think what's nice about it is that, you know, your style, if you can translate your style in your podcast, 
into your coding, you're, you will have a following. I'm sure of that because, you know, what I have seen and what I have observed in people, I'm not, you know, I'm not pointing on anybody from what I, <laughs> what I have observed <laughs> is that most people who don't have that dynamic type of attitude in speaking, uh, they perform what I called is glorified reading time where they, where they take the slides and they just read it. And you're just sitting there like a little preschooler. You're like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It, it doesn't work that way. You know, the speaker yeah. has to be dynamic and you've, you've done a great, um, you've done a great thing with the podcast because sometimes we don't realize when you do something like this, it builds a certain skill. It builds a a level of confidence, uh, confidence and also a little bit of comfort, you know, that you can actually translate this to other things. So when I hear your voice, I was listening to your podcast. I'm like, man, this guy needs to do some webinars here, you know, and uh, do some instructing. And I looked at your, your bio. I'm like, this guy has a CPCI. This guy needs to, to create his own series, you know, medical coding by Jeff White. (laughs) (laughs) That's the plan. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to make that happen. Cause, cause like I said, teaching, is definitely, you know, it's one of those things that I get a lot out of, and and if I can if I can use my uh, podcasting expertise, yeah. quote unquote, uh, to help that you know move along, then yeah, I'd love to make that happen. I'd love to make that. Happen. I keep on telling people, at least with my guests, you you know, because if they have a lot to say, just turn it into a podcast. You know, there's some people who like to write. Well, you write, but then turn it into a podcast. I would rather hear it from you rather than, you know, looking it out on paper. And right. it makes it more personable. This is what I tell people when I when I interview them. Is I, I, you, know, you do all of this. You do all of that stuff. I see you online. I see your name by the author, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know the person. I want to hear the voice. I need to hear the attitude. I need to hear the passion in that voice. Yeah. You know, it's it's totally different. So, I mean, for those that... Are professionals considering a podcast? Do it. You know, I mean, the more pod, I mean, there's a whole wide variety of podcasts you could do within the genre of what we're doing, career podcasts. Then you have Jeff who's doing lifestyle. You could do a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And that definitely would translate into your professional career. And so, Jeff, my last question for you is you've mentioned a lot of things in this podcast. Uh, about yourself and your podcast, your own podcast. But what kind of, uh, I'm sorry, what final words would you want to share with the audience? What best words of advice do you have? Well, you know, as far as podcasting goes, uh, like I mentioned earlier, just get started. Just do it. It's not, it's not as expensive as you think it's going to be, and it's not as hard as you think it's going to be. And it there's only upsides, really, uh, you know, uh, whether you want to start a podcast uh, just talking about yourself or you want to start a podcast talking about your career or you want to sit down with your friends or interview people, whatever, just do it. Because, you know, th- the world is a big place and there is room for your show. You know, don't feel like don't feel like you've got to, you know, come out of the gate uh, with this life altering show. Just just start and you'll figure it out and it's going to be good for you. Um Anybody that's listening out there, maybe that's uh, as far as coding goes, if you're new in your career, keep it going because coding uh, is going to offer you a lot of opportunities in your life if you work hard. Um, you know, uh, if if you are an older coder uh, or an older uh, f- person in the industry that has a big business 
and needs a protege, call me. I will be your protege. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You're great. Yes. Yeah. But no, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, what I really would just want to say, other than podcasting is great, is also that coding is great. And and I'm really, really proud to be in this community of coders. And I'm very thankful that you had me on your show. And I'm so excited to keep listening uh, to your show and hear people, uh, you know, in the same career field uh, that I that I truly love. I truly do love the coding career field. So uh, just thank you so much, Brian, for having me on the show. So there you have it, Jeff White. Uh, hopefully after listening to this episode, uh, you want to create your own podcast or even just get into listening to podcasts. If you need any assistance with that in terms of production, please let me know. You can email me at bcui at medicalcodinggeek.com. Of course, also you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com. You can also find Jeff at his Facebook page, Jeff is Awake Podcast. And also you could check out his podcast, Jeff is Awake, of course, at jeffisawake.live lipson.com also make sure to subscribe to his podcast on apple Podcasts. again that's jeff is awake uh, he should be releasing a thanksgiving episode the same time that we release this 10th episode so please make sure you subscribe and listen to his podcast they're wonderful coming up on the next episode of not elsewhere classified i had started a group from school figuring Everyone needed support and there just wasn't enough at the school I was enrolled in. So I started Create a Coder just because of that and invited 50 of my school friends. And and now there's like 5,000 some members. Not Elsewhere Classified is presented and produced by Medical Coding Geek. Music was brought to you by 43 and Coyote Hearing. Medical Coding Geek offers tutoring and media services for the medical coding, health information, and CDI community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MED Coding Geek. That's MED Coding Geek. You can also find us on our website, Medical Coding geek.com where you can find and listen to all the podcast episodes plus the show notes from today make sure to subscribe and rate us on apple podcasts stitcher and google play we would definitely appreciate it and again thank you for being part of this podcast i'm your host brian Kui, and you have just listened to not elsewhere classified medicalcodinggeek.com this podcast is supported by weebly.com have a product building a company you'll need a website Create your site with Weebly's drag-and-drop website builder and responsive themes without any technical experience. Believe me, I built my website in under 30 minutes. It really is that easy. Listeners of this podcast will receive a 10% discount on any Weebly subscription plan or promote plan. To get this discount, go to Weebly. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot medicalcodinggeek.com. Again, that's Weebly dot medicalcodinggeek.com. Uh, can you repeat that? I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry. I catch Let that. me repeat the the question sure. <laughs> for editing purposes.